This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, football is back! Woo! Happy football, Larry, to you and yours. Oh, so good. We finally have some real football to watch, not any of the exhibition nonsense, nothing, no practices. We're not keeping stats on practice. Oh, so good. We got real football, the Lions, the Chiefs. The season has begun. Finally, we have gotten back to the point of the year that we want to be in all the time. From the moment that the season is over, we just keep dreaming about and thinking about, well, what ne- what's next season going to be like? Yep. And now right. we start to find out. Gordon, I almost shed a tear at kickoff. I was so happy. Rightfully so. Oh, I was so happy. I, I shed a little tear because I was thinking about going with Mahomes over rushing yards tonight. Decided not to do it. Uh-oh. And then, of course, he already has like 25 in the first half of the game, so I would have cashed yeah. that already. So I, I was like Iron Eyes Cody in those commercials back in the day. <laughs> a little tear rolling down my cheek. Nobody knows. Larry's only a person old enough to know who Iron Eyes Cody is. <laughs> I haven't heard a little Iron Eyes of the year. Yeah, it's been, it's it's been, been a, a while since I heard about the Iron Eyes. It's been a little while, yeah. No, absolutely. But, it's uh, been a moment. <laughs> yeah, that's like me. I'm looking at it and just watching him run around. He had like oh, 20 man. yards. on The over-under was 18 and a half. And um, he had one 20 play. yards on like one run. <laughs> one play. Of course he's he did. so good, Gordon. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. But <laughs> you know what? I, I, I've been impressed with the Lions so yeah, far. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm really impressed with. I, I'm impressed with Lion fans really showing out. Yeah. It seemed like there were a lot of Lion fans in the stands. Now maybe they've been saving up from the last time they won a uh, playoff game, 1957. So they would have some expendable cash to burn to go to yes. Kansas City. Absolutely. This is a, you talk about teams where big things are expected this year. Yes. Maybe for the first time in both our lives. Yeah. Big things expected from the Detroit Lions. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, Gordon, my friend, let's go to work. Let's give you the top stories we'll be chatting about here on ESPN New York tonight. We begin in the Bronx. Rodon comes up small in the start against Detroit. Seven runs on eight hits, including a home run in three and two-thirds innings. Gordon, as happy as Michael Kay was, as happy as the Yankee fans were, talking about we got to keep winning, we're, we're on the road, we're doing this. This was not the way you wanted to start the night against Detroit. Well, look, I f- personally would like to thank Carlos Rodon because he was very considerate to put up this kind of performance. This way we could all exclusively focus in on Chiefs and Lions. He's also yes. excited for the football season. <laughs> very was. considerate from Carlos Rodon. Well, look, here's the deal. People were starting to get delusional. People were starting to get out of hand with the Yankees. All the I heard today, all they have to do is go eighteen and five the rest <laughs> of the it. way, Larry. That, that's oh, it. that's all. That's all. They're one game over five hundred, a hundred and twenty games into the season. I don't think they've had an eighteen and five run since maybe the first half of last year. But that's all they had to do. They all they have to do is just have an eighteen and five run. So maybe this will get people back to reality of, hey, we like seeing Jason Dominguez. We like seeing Austin Wells. We like seeing the young players. Uh, Pereira has a a couple of RBIs tonight, so good for him. Yes. But the Yankee season in terms of playoffs is over. It's long over. Aaron Judge tells SNY insider Andy Martino, (laughs) I love Boone and Casey. Love, love. If Hal says anything to me, they're staying. 
Well, I mean, what were we expecting him to say? This Aaron, I, I want, want out. this Aaron Boone guy out of here. <laughs> I want him out. <laughs> I mean, Aaron Judge is not the type of guy who makes waves. Mm-hmm. Publicly. So if you if you ask him the question, you, 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 even even if he were to avoid the question, that would be telling you the answer to the question. I think Andy Martino phrased it: "You don't have to answer this if you don't want." Right. But if he didn't answer the question, the way he answered the question, that would give you an answer to the question. So. I don't really take too much out of uh, out of his answer, at least in part because <laughs> Aaron Boone's not going to. Uh, Aaron Judge has got to get used to Aaron Boone if he's not already because Aaron Boone is coming back. Brian Cashman's coming back. And uh, we'll see how the Yankees do the rest of the season because I would think there will be fewer and fewer changes the more they win. I agree with you. Of course, we'll keep an eye on Kansas City and Detroit tied at seven, but the Lions are driving. No Kelsey, no Jones, but uh, Kansas City still has Aaron, uh, still has uh, Patrick Mahomes, so they got a shot. They have yeah, well, a the shot. The Kelsey thing to me makes sense, and it did seem yes. like people were surprised that he was held out. I mean, it's it's week one. You're the Chiefs. Yep. The chances. I mean, it's not it's not a division game. It's not a conference game. You're not going to play if they lose this game a hundred to nothing. They're not going to play themselves out of the playoffs. So it's more important that they have. Travis Kelsey for the long haul. So, I look, sit him out this week if you need to. I would say sit him out next week, too, yeah. if need be. Absolutely. He's too big a piece to, to, to miss. You need him to be re- rolling at the end of the season. It would be nice to have him rolling at the beginning of the season, but it's far more important to have him at the end. Gordon Aaron Rodgers says he's working hard to be better than his last season in Green Bay. And listen, his last season in Green Bay wasn't good, but to Jet quarterback standards, they would kill for a season like that. Yeah, they're not good by his standards, but yeah, absolutely. If you told Jet fans, just run the stat line from last year, and that's what you're getting out of Aaron Rodgers this year, uh, mm-hmm. I don't. They might not sign for it, but they wouldn't be they wouldn't be upset by it. Yeah, no question about it. By the way, Gordon, New York Liberty continued to roll now 32 and seven, 15 and four at home after beating the Sparks in the WNBA, and we will talk to. Talk about the Mets' future with Pat Ragazzo of SI.com at 10 o'clock tonight. So those are the things we are talking about here on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, I got to say this. I like Dan Campbell. I like him going for it deep in his own territory like that. First on the opening drive. Let's go. I like that. A little gambling. I like, he, he's, he's, he's grown on me as a coach after scaring me about biting people's kneecaps off. Yeah, he's, he did kind of. He's a little aggressive. Yeah, he see he came off as as buffoonish with some of those quotes that we all kind of ran with. But it's the old thing: if you win, you you can have whatever personality you want. And he is, I think that that's the authentic Dan Campbell, mm-hmm. and that's important. You have to be yourself. He is being himself, and and it's worked. And and his team. I know that they say that the, the team takes on the personality of the coach. Well, they've kind of built it the way you would Bumble. think a Dan Campbell Sorry team would want to build things, right? With like mm-hmm. a big old offensive line where they can get in there and mix it up with people and bash people around and that type of stuff. And they have a great offensive line. They're going to run the ball. They got the two-headed monster in the backfield with Montgomery and the kid they picked, uh, Jameer Gibbs, in the first mm-hmm. round. Mm-hmm. So they've got some talent there. I, I don't know how good their defense is overall, but um, – uh, they, they are exciting, and they've, they've moved the ball quite effectively so far tonight. Yes, until the fumble in the, mm-hmm. in the red zone. So now Kansas City has the ball back. And, you know, it's about takeaways, Gordon. It's about takeaways that nothing, nothing gives a defense momentum and kills your offense like a turnover in the red zone. 
Nothing. Nothing well, does it like you, that. You just can't make mistakes against Kansas City. No. You just they always make you pay. Right? They always make you pay. 1-800-919-3776. When we return, Gordon will talk a little football. I guess we'll hear from Josh Allen. Who? He's talking about facing the Jets. We'll do that next. It's ESPN New York tonight on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Pretty good group. They got rushers that have motors. They sub those guys in and out so they're fresh. DBs are, are smart. So, yeah, they've game plan pretty well for us the last couple times we've played them. You know, we're going to have our hands full come Monday night. That's Josh Allen talking about facing that Jet defense on Monday night at MetLife Stadium. It's ESPN New York tonight. Hardesty and Damer on 98.7 ESPN and Gordon. Here's the one thing I would say if I were the Jets, if I could give any piece of advice to Coach Obrick and Coach Salah defensively that because they taught you've heard all the conversation about how the Jets are very good at rotating their their D-line the depth they have the talent I expect the Jets will see Monday night and a lot during this year they're going to see a lot of no huddle they're going to see a lot of where teams are going to try to keep them to keep guys from making the adjustments and coming in and out and I think Josh Allen is going to try to do that to you know, as as well as, as well as run the ball, do some things of that nature to try to keep that Jet front off balance. Well, I mean, the, I know they split the two matchups last year, but the Jet defense did pretty – I think you would sign up for yes. what you did last year against them. I, I, I did a little bit of math. In the two games, Josh Allen averaged uh, – he was about 55% completion, mm-hmm. 176 yards passing. And in the two games, he threw one touchdown pass and threw two interceptions. Yeah. So now I know the, the, the Bills won one of those games, so he didn't have to do more in that one because they won. But, uh, yeah, look, the Jets, we talk about all these different things. The Jets have to win this game. This is a must-win game. They have to win the division. They have to do this. They have to prove all these things the Jets have to prove. Yeah. The Bills have just as many things to prove. And yes, Josh Allen has to kind of prove things because last year it was a step back for the Bills. It was a step back, I think, for, for for Allen. Maybe part of that was the injury he suffered, but maybe it also was losing Brian Dable. Yeah, could be. And and now he's got to prove that that's not the case. He's got to prove that he still belongs in the category of these top-flight quarterbacks that we're talking about because Joe Burrow's gotten to a Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes is on another different level. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurts, he's made yeah. it to a Super Bowl. Yeah, and 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 Josh Allen, who we all kind of lump in that group, and he's really good at times. He, I don't know if he has another year like last year. I don't know that he belongs in that group. Uh, he takes a step back. He definitely does. He definitely does. Bobby's in Long Island. Bobby, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Yeah, hi guys. I know I spoke to you yesterday about Evans, and I know I said it was her a lot, but he still had a thousand yards wide receiving last year. And by then trying out Galloway, it shows that they do think they need another wide receiver. So that just that proves my point. Now, as far as the offensive line, um, you know, I know that they're, you know, the Dwayne Brown, the good player, played very well, but he's dirty. He's coming off shoulder surgery. I'm not going to talk about his age because we know the guys have done it his age, but he's still coming off major shoulder surgery. 
Benton uh, hasn't played in two years because of knee issues. And let's face it, their backup offensive tackles from Turner and Max Mitchell were horrible in the preseason, especially that joint practice against the Tampa Bay, where in 10 dropbacks, Rodgers got sacked six times. And as far as the, that, that re talking about that, you know, being an 85 bear defense, calm down. As, as Coach Rogers says, relax. Because they got one turnover in the last eight games, the Jets. Okay, I know their defense was really good, but you, but you need easy points in this league. The teams are so close. And they were 29th in turnovers. So before you talk, start, I know they were fourth ranked in defense, you know, with yardage and the points. But still, you, you can't compare yourself to that, those type of defense, the 2013 Seahawks when you had one turnover in the last eight games. So I just wanted you to feel on the wide receiver, the uh, offensive line, and the defense. I want to get you guys points. Well, Thank Bobby, you. here's the bottom line, and thanks for the phone call. Uh, a tackle or a guard is not walking through that door one jet drive right now that you would think would be an upgrade over what you have. They just aren't. If they're really good, they're locked in on teams right now. So the offensive line is what the offensive line is. They're going to have to do some things, whether it's bringing an extra tight end, whether it's bringing an extra lineman in situations. They're going to have to do different schemes. There's things they can do to try to help this offensive line when they struggle in pass coverage. Okay, so that's number one. Uh, yeah, you're probably right about the wide receivers. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of surprised, Gordon, because, I mean, you would think that, I mean, there was rumors that Corey Davis was going to be bought out. So I don't know what they're really looking for wide receiver-wise in depth, um, even though I know he left and talked about retirement. But there was conversation a lot that he wasn't even going to be a part of this team anyway. So I'm not really sure where this wide receiver situation is coming from. Well, I, I think that there's a difference between kicking the tires on a veteran who has been in the league and, and not recently but has had success in the league at one point and Kenny Galladay and, and admitting, hey – we need another receiver. So I don't know that necessarily just bringing in Kenny Galladay for a workout means that they're admitting that they need another receiver. There's a big gap between Mm -hmm. Kenny Galladay and his availability and Mike Evans and his availability. Um, So I wouldn't say that. In terms of the the offensive line, that, that, that period is closed. It's like when you show up to the airport and you, and you go to get on the plane and the, and the door's closed already. The door's yep. closed on adding imp, impact offensive linemen. Now, is it possible that they could add somebody of depth if somebody shakes loose somewhere else? I guess. But there, there's like six teams, I would say, in the NFL that are like, okay, we're set at offensive line. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking for guys on the offensive line. So it, that's the main concern. with the, the two main concerns with the Jets this year offensive line and is the coach any good yep those are two big ones that we'll find out in the course of the year I think that there's enough things that it's never going to be a strength but I don't think that the Jets offensive line is going to be this massive Achilles heel like we've talked about uh Bobby just so you know the injury report for the Jets today Dwayne Brown Makai Beckton Brees Hall all were limited with shoulder and two knees and uh, Micah Hyde was limited with the back for That's Buffalo. 50% of their knees, Larry. That's it? Right. They have two. They, they have injuries with two knees. They have four knees. That's 50%. Even I can do that math. That's, that's, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> that's about, impressive, the, that's about the, the, the limit of my, my as math. As good as it gets. Yeah, that's about <laughs> as good as it gets. I'm not tempting it any more than that tonight. Another person talking about this battle between Buffalo and the Jets well, it was uh, the head coach, Sean McDermott, and prepping for number eight. 
Um, there's some unknowns because there's not a whole lot on film of, of Aaron with, with uh, Coach Hackett, and they've both been around each other, but never in, these, in, the, in the two seats that they currently occupy with the OC and the, and the quarterback. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's been a little bit of a challenge for us in terms of trying to find what we should watch and, and how long we should watch it. Um, so just trying to, um, again, um, you know, be fundamentally sound in what we do and, and uh, know that we're up for a big challenge. Gordon, I don't think he's being totally honest. You don't think? No, I don't think so. Uh, all he's got to do is look at Rodgers and Lazar. All he's got to do is look at Rodgers, um, you know, and what he did when Hackett was there. Um, I don't know if Lazar was there when Hackett was there, but you kind of get the same idea of what the, the play calling is not going to change that much. I don't think you kind of get a pattern of what he's thinking about, what he likes to do. I mean, Gordon, he, he's not a rookie. <laughs> Evan no. Rogers has been around a long If there's time. not film on him, is there film on anybody? That's what I'm saying. So McDermott's not being totally honest. Yeah, I hear what he's saying. We are not sure how he's going to use what he's going to do with the Jets. But he knows what, what – there's video of, of, of Rodgers under Hackett. Come on, Sean. Well, I don't know that necessarily NFL head coaches are all that truthful when they speak to the media. Normally. Anyhow. But, I mean, you know. To be truthful, he says. To be truthful. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the first sign that somebody's not being truthful, right? <laughs> if somebody says, if I have to be honest, well, there's a good uh, – can I be honest with you? I, I was assuming you were going to be honest. If you have to say, can I be honest with you, there's a chance you're not being honest with me. Uh, no question about it. No question about it. Gordon, a lot of hype about the Jets. Isn't, wouldn't you say? You a think? A lot of hype. A <laughs> lot of hype. Yeah. There has been a lot of hype. Dan Olavsky says, I think the Jets will live up to it. I expect that defense to be better this year than they were last year. Aaron Rodgers, in his career as a starting quarterback, when his defense gives up less than 20 points a game, is 80 and 10 as a starter. 80 and 10. Number one reason why. He's historically great at not giving the ball away. Great defense that doesn't get scored upon. Quarterback that doesn't give the ball away. You're going to win a ton of games. In theory, he's right. <laughs> I don't. I don't disagree with him. No. Um, mm -hmm. I, I would really be shocked if the Jets are not a really good team. Yep. Now, the Jets have a tendency sometimes to. Anytime there has been hype, a lot of times they have let you down. Yes. So I get it. People don't want to believe again. But if the defense, even if the defense is not better than it was last year, if it's just. As good as it was last year, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be as good. Mm -hmm. Then that's a really good defense. That's a top five defense. You would figure a year two of Garrett, he, he has to be better than he was in year one. He's got an actual NFL quarterback throwing him the ball. <laughs> and, it's, and it's almost certainly going to be the same quarterback throughout yeah. the season. Now, if it's not the same quarterback, okay, fine. If you're All telling me that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be the quarterback because of injury, that's a way that things can go really south really fast. But yep. if we're assuming that he's going to stay healthy and we're assuming the defense will be as good and the, the skill positions will be just as good as they were last year, yeah, I, I don't see how they're not going to be a really good team. I agree with you. And I think what the defense just has to do, Gordon, is, is you know get off the field on third down consistently. And and get some turnovers, and if and they do if they do that, 
and play the same way they did last year, they'll be better. And that's not a marketable big difference. <laughs> Just get yeah, some turnovers. Yeah, where, where did they rank in turnovers last year? 29th? 29th. Yeah, so that 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 is not a uh, what they would say is a sticky stat. It's not that one right. fluctuates a lot from year to year. Sometimes you get fortunate with the turnover, some mm-hmm. years you don't. So you'd assume if that gets back to let's say league average, if it's yeah. if it's 15th in the NFL, that's a whole lot more turnovers than they had last year. And I would agree. While I think the Jets' defense is really good, I think what people want to see out of big-time defenses is sacks and turnovers, yes. things, mm-hmm. plays that wreck the game. Yep. And it didn't always feel like last year that the Jets did that. No, they didn't. They would get to the quarterback late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why they always hit him late. And that's why they got penalized a lot for situations like that. So those are the things you have to clean up. That's how you improve. That's how you get better. And so that's where Gordon coaching comes in. So we'll see if the coaching has. We hope so. Because <laughs> if it hasn't, we'll be having another conversation after the season. Absolutely. <laughs> you know. And listen, I don't think Aaron Rodgers will be able to save uh, Robert Sala the way Aaron Judge may be able to save Aaron Boone. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, I don't and think I'm, he could. And- and, and based on how Aaron's relationship with other head coaches has gone, uh, he might not be trying to <laughs> – <laughs> he might be sailing down the river and he – oh, help me. Uh, uh, you know, he's, re- he's got the alligator arms. Yeah, no question about it. That's a tremendous catch. Wow. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. So, Gordon, I'm, I'm really curious um, – this Kansas City, ah, I'm so happy this football. I'm sorry. I'm going to be saying, I know I'm, I know people are going to be like, Larry, we get it. I'm just so happy to look at football. It's real right now. I just can't tell you. I can't tell you. And, you know, the Chiefs just, I know they miss Kelsey because it's not as quick and easy as it normally is when mm-hmm. he's in there. But they are still a very good offensive team. They just march up and down the field. They're so good. I think they should now be forced to play without Kelsey until they lose a game. Let's just see how long they can go <laughs> without needing Travis Kelsey, who is the the number one tight end in the sport. Last year, they played, obviously, without um, Tyree Kill because they traded him, So uh-huh. and they proved they didn't need him. Maybe right. they don't need Travis Kelsey either. Let, let's just see how long of a run they can go on before they, they lose a game, and then they can have Travis Kelsey back. That seems fair. It's only fair. Um, what was fascinating to me was to hear the report pregame about uh, Chris Jones, who said he's he's prepared to stay out, to hold out until week eight. And obviously, that's contract. You get to you know you have to have played by that time to move forward to get your years in the league and so on and so forth. So, Gordon, he's ready to sit out another seven weeks. That's he's serious. He, he's really he really wants his money. I give him credit. Well, we'll see. Um, with the the way that the defense has looked so far tonight, um, I, I think they've looked okay without him. Mm-hmm. They haven't. They certainly have uh, have not been uh, missing him. Like you're like, oh my gosh, they got to get right. this guy. They got to get this guy signed immediately. Uh, Jared Goff's been okay. Uh, mm-hmm. They had the one big turnover there before, which kind of stalled a drive. But they've moved the ball pretty effectively here. So. Uh, we'll see how – I think, it, like anything else, it's all about leverage. So if the yep. Chiefs do start out – let's say the Chiefs started out 2-2, two and two, maybe there's more leverage than if they start out 4-0. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
and then they'll make the move and do what they need to do. And Mahomes tonight without Travis Kelsey, uh, 12 of 17, 147, and two touchdowns. And we're 25 seconds away from halftime. Unbelievable. Quarterback rating of 136.2. Unbelievable. Uh, LaGreca sweating a little bit right now. Why? Did he take the, the, the Lions? He took the Lions. Really? And that's it's surprising. a three-point play. Ooh, that's, a, that's not a good way to start the season here. Yeah, now he what, what 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 did the line end up at for the game four and a half five and a half um, what was it because I know it was six and a half and then the Kelsey news came out and it dropped yeah I think it was four and a half it ended up four and a half to start ooh that's yeah ended up four and a half to start so um, but it's early it's early for Doc it's early it, it's early but with Kansas City it was the it old late quick. line it gets early late <laughs> it gets early late. <laughs> It really does. Like, what is their record under Andy Reid with a lead at halftime? Oh, it's probably it's got to be ridiculous, right? Yeah, you're right. Has I mean, to be. they win 13 games every single year, so it can't be bad. Can't be bad. Can't be. You know, it's probably it, it's 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 uh, it's probably maybe less. It's probably a handful of losses because they normally because the one thing they do is they don't they they don't get concerned if they continue to score. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not sitting back there like, all right, let's go for three. No, 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 no. Let's, let's go in the end zone. <laughs> let's go for seven. Well, like we were talking about with the Jets and the Giants, oh, they don't win division games. Well, they don't beat anybody. So, yeah, they're not going to be people in the division. The Chiefs win all the time. I mean, every year. I think yeah. the, I think there was there was an article the other day, their floor, like worst case scenario was mm-hmm. 10 wins or something like 10.9 <laughs> yep. wins or something ridiculous like 10. that. 10.5. So. 10.5. So Isn't 10 and a half wins. Worst case scenario. Imagine Worse. having a team where if they won 10 games, you're like, oh, my God, what a disastrous season this has been. Do you know what Arizona would do to say that they could have 10 and a half wins right now? Ten, ten, they might not have 10 and a half wins over the next, like, three years. <laughs> I, really ho- I really hope that coach coaches better than his, than his speeches. Oh, I really do. I, I, I feel really like that do. is such a – tank job like from inside the organization not like oh we're in this spot let's tank no this was like let's set this up yep so that we're just the worst team and we get caleb williams or whoever is going to be that top pick in the draft and and away we go yeah aaron Rodgers was on the pat mcafee show again he's going to be on the pat mcafee show every tuesday gordon okay and uh he weighs in on his jet debut on monday night Oh, a lot of tears, a lot of tears, a lot of, a lot of sobbing, probably. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be excited. Be excited to be out there with the crowd, see the crowd out there early, hopefully. Um, you know, get all the jitters out of the way, probably in pregame, and, and go out and just try and execute. So, Rogers was also asked by Pat McAfee, is playing for the Jets what you expected? No, it's been better. I didn't know if we would have hard knocks. I knew they wanted us, but I thought we were going to shut it down. I'm actually glad they didn't because I had a great experience with it. I think the guys did too, but it's been better. It's been great working with Hack again and Todd Downing and Rob Calabrese in my room and Robert Salas, an awesome guy to go to work with every single day. Guys are great, good young team, but good veteran leadership as well. It's been, been a lot of fun, man. And hey, we got football tonight and then this week. Listen, you were the star of hard knocks. Of course he loved it. <laughs> It was all about him, sure. <laughs> what was not to like? No, it was great. It was great. You but, know how they do on the K show that Don yeah. has 70% of the words? Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> on, on Hard Knocks, Aaron Rodgers made Don look like Peter during a baseball segment. I mean, he, he, 
<laughs> he it was the hard knocks was all about Aaron Rodgers, so of course he loved it. Ninety percent. Ninety percent. Ninety percent. It was ninety percent about very heavy, heavy Rodgers. Heavy Rodgers. Heavy Rodgers. By the way, Aaron, have you talked to the team about uh, some of the hard knocks comments? Well, a lot of those comments aren't just behind closed doors. I mean, I have conversations with Jeff Ulbrich all the time, who's, you know, him and I have created a good friendship. He's our D coordinator. You know, I love talking with the, the coaches about schematic stuff, about things the quarterback's looking at for the defense to give them tips and pointers. And Joe Douglas and I got a great relationship. I've heard most of the stuff. I have seen many of the episodes. There's like an early release they would send to me not to cut anything out. I didn't cut anything no, out. No, that's not what I heard. Yeah. That's not what I heard. Uh-oh. That's not what I heard. Well, you heard wrong, which wouldn't be surprising if it's concerning <laughs> me. But Respect. Respect. I can't imagine what he would cut out, Gordon. He, he, he self-edited everything while they were doing it. <laughs> He self-edited everything. He gave. I mean, right what answer. could he possibly cut out? Everything was was positive. There was there yeah. was nothing negative. I know in the past that they have had stories pop up as a result of hard knocks, but this mm-hmm. year, because of uh, it seemed like such a struggle to get anybody to agree to do it. Mm-hmm. Now again, I did not watch the last episode. I'm a little jetted out. I, I'm, sure. I'm, 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 I've had my fill of Aaron Rodgers, and now I just want to get to the actual game portion of this. But yep. um, I, I find it hard to believe that there was anything negative that that came about. So uh, it was like a love letter. It was a love yeah. letter to the Jets this year, and mm-hmm. and and rightfully so. There's the high expectations, but high excitement, and um, I think they did. I, I think they gave viewers exactly what they want. They want the fun behind the scenes stuff. I don't think that fans really want the controversial stuff anymore. I don't think fans huh. really care to see guys getting cut or anything like that. They want to see the guys in the room joking around with each other and, and the magic show and that type of stuff and conversations huh. that they have in the huddle and all that type. That's what they're looking for. And I think that that's they, they in terms of fan service. I think that the hard knocks did a great job of fan service for the jet fan this year. That's interesting that you think fans are not looking for the, they're not looking for the hard news angle, right? They, no, they I don't just think they are. That. No. Hmm. Well, I mean, look, McAfee, I think he'd be the first one to admit, he's not going into a, an Aaron Rodgers interview looking to pick at things. No, or, you're right. He's looking, he's looking to, to, to entertain and give Aaron the platform to get whatever he wants to get up, but, but to do it in a fun way. It's not about uh, – it's not a 60 Minutes interview, that's for sure. It's not Mike mm-hmm. Wallace. Mm-hmm. And I think that you see that now with a lot of coverage of teams between um, the John Boy guys, right? Like they they'll pick at some things that the Yankees do poorly, but generally it's it's a positive platform. I think that's more what fans want to see now. Now, when it goes wrong, sports talk radio is always the place to share your negativity. Right, right. So that right. will still exist. But I think right. with a lot of these platforms, I don't think fans want the controversial or the the negative. They they want to see the fun stuff that they wouldn't ordinarily get to see. You know, it's interesting because I think, you know, when you work for these for these teams, right, you work for the team, you're still a, quote, journalist, unquote, right? Mm-hmm. But you have a thin line, you know? You have a thin line because you are sometimes, Gordon, privy to information that you may not be able to share. And so then that and, – and you have that information about a certain player – and now you sit down and interview that player, knowing that, but you can't say anything about it. It's a, it's a, it's it's a, it's a dicey situation. Dicey. dicey. Absolutely. 
It's a dicey but, situation. But if you watch uh, like NFL films, mm-hmm. they're not covering the, a negative no. angle with anything. It's a now that there's a winner and there's a loser. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not presented in a way of this team failed or this, it, it's always that the the winning team rose above. It's not right. about the negativity. So right, absolutely. This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on ninety eight point seven ESPN. Gordon, I have a complaint. All right, I have an observation. Okay, you go first. If we were to have a draft at the station. Of yes. doppelgangers, of yes. anybody who works here, mm-hmm. and you get the number one pick, Jake Montgomery, who is our social media extraordinaire. Yes, his doppelganger is Jax Collinsworth. Is his name? I think he does yeah. the halftime show here yeah. with Tony Dungy. Yeah, he looks exactly like Jake Montgomery. Who looks exactly like? Who looks exactly like uh, Jack's dad? <laughs> Does he? Does Chris look like? Uh, yeah, I guess it's a different hairstyle. It's a different hairstyle, but the right. face, the eyes, and everything. Mm-hmm. But he yeah. looks just like Jake. He's got the beard like Jake Monk. Yeah. Now he's taller than Jake. A little taller, significantly taller. Well, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> J- Jake could put Jake on Jake's shoulders and put like the old little rascals, and they put the giant <laughs> coat like they're trying to get into the movies, and then he would be on the side of, of Jack's. But yes. But facial-wise, dead ringers. They are yeah, the, the close. Nobody else on this station looks like anybody else no, at quite no. so much. No, it's true. It's true. Now, what's your gripe? Um, I'm upset with Hulu. Uh-oh. What happened? They're going up. Yeah. Again. Well, it feels like everything's going up every, everywhere. I just left somebody that was going up. Yeah. And they shouldn't have went up because they're making a lot of money and uh-huh. free publicity on the yeah. Sunday ticket. If anything, wow. they're, they're they spending a lot of down. money to get that Sunday ticket, though. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. They got to make it. They got to make those ends meet somewhere. And you know where they're going to end. You know where <laughs> yeah. those you know whose end is going to be the one impacted by. This. Absolutely. That would be ours. Yes, that would be. Have you made the decision? Are you going to take the plunge? I, I think I am going to sit out this year. Wow. On Sunday ticket. Wow. Yeah, I just, I feel, Can't I, I know that, um, I just feel like it's going to be very glitchy. Um, mm-hmm. I'm waiting to see, you know, maybe after week one mm-hmm. and see what the general reaction is after week one. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting the Dolphin game anyway because week one, because uh, they're, they're playing the Chargers at four. Right. Yes, I think that that's the game that we're getting in that yeah. window because the Jets and Giants are not playing in in the in the on the main slate on Sunday. Did you so say I have no, some... no? We're gonna get Patriots Eagles around oh, is here. Is that right? Yep. Well, maybe I'll find another way. There, there, there's ways. There's always I, ways. I have ways. I, have I know ways. you do. Yeah, people. So for a week, I can get by with other ways because yeah. you're watching all the games. Yes. I do have the red zone this year. I know everybody loves the red zone. I like watching the whole game. I hear you. I hear you. But red zone is fun. It's like crack. It's like sports <laughs> crack. I mean, that's. I mean, it's so addictive, right? They just is. get. They're cutting out all the bad parts. That's it. And they're just giving you the good parts. They're ready to score. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, that's oh, what oh, I want to see. One. Another one. Yeah. That's all I want to see. That's all I want to see. Speaking of ready to score, Gordon. Let's talk about the New York football giants mm-hmm. as they prepare to face the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night. Saquon Barkley, 
Uh, this is his mentality heading into the season. Gordon, check this out from Saquon. The financial part of it, obviously, that's part of business. You know, you go out there, you perform at a high level in contracts, talks, and whether it's for the Giants or other teams. But for me, it's more of like I kind of see last year was kind of like a rookie year, I guess. Not my rookie, obviously, it was year five. But being back on the scene and showing that what I'm capable of doing and now how can I take it to another level. And whether that's in between the tackles, outside the tackles, catching the ball, running routes, showing why I was drafted number two. I feel like I was able to do that last year, but now I'm going to be able to take it to a whole nother level and be special. And everyone not talk about the legacy and, you know, the names around us on his walls in his locker room and in that indoor facility and that's why I want to be a part of so hopefully I can start to a great start and go on a high note on week one. So you're not worried about the future Saquon? My focus is really on just this season taking one day at a time. I was asked that before everyone knows how I feel. I was public about it before but I think I'll be doing a disservice to myself to get too caught up in my future and worrying about what's going to happen and being a giant for life. Uh, I got to live in the moment. I live in the now and like I've said multiple times for five years uh, kind of uh, saying I stole from James Franklin, taking one day at a time, living a moment, and then let the rest take care of yourself. You know, he's had uh, a great frame of mind, Gordon, uh, just from coming in early through handling out how he's handled this, from deciding to not make this a distraction, and I hope he has a fantastic year. Now, I don't know if it's going to help him monetarily <laughs> next season, whether it's with the Giants or somebody else, but you, you have to – I'm rooting for him to be just fantastic this year because of how he was, you know, the mistake he made of not taking the first deal, thinking he was they were going to be, you know, more of a conversation or whatever his thought process was. But the bottom line here is he put himself he put himself on the back burner, Gordon, and said, let me go in here and not be a distraction. And let me do what I can to help this team win. Him being a good teammate and a good dude worked against him because we knew that he was not going to hold out. We knew that he was not going to miss games. And if we knew that, clearly the Giants knew that too. So that kind of works against him, unfortunately. Now, he will get the chance to be a Giant for a long time. As long as he's productive, he'll, he'll, they'll continue to, to bring him back. Um, you just wonder if he, were ever, if he were ever able to just stay healthy the entire season, mm -hmm. he would put up absolutely monster numbers like his rookie season he had 1300 yards rushing and 700 yards receiving mm -hmm. he had four touchdowns receiving now he's not even last year as good as he was last year i think that there was he was nursing something there during that last stretch where he kind of had that little bit of a downturn mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if he ever had he would be the, the 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 number one running back in football if he were ever able to stay healthy now he stayed healthy that, that rookie year, and he's not been able to do it since. Um, if, if, if that was the issue last year of him being a little banged up, and that's why he, his numbers fell off a little bit in the second half. But if he were ever to put up that kind of number, that was his rookie year. If he were ever to do that, I mean, imagine if he just improved on that slightly, just improved on his rookie year, put up the same receiving yards, and maybe pushed it to 1,500 yards rushing. Mm. And another Man. touchdown or two, he, he would be probably the best running back in the sport. Yeah. No question about it. No question. He is uh, versatile and talented as Isaiah Pacheco is walking off the field. Uh, hopefully he'll be okay. As we well, see, that, that's, that's Saquon's. Th th that should be Saquon's mortal enemy. Yeah. Because there's a guy that was taken in the seventh round. They just plopped him in last year and had a super mm -hmm. productive season for a team that won a Super Bowl and was making a million dollars. That's right. Well, he got or probably even less than that, right? Probably wasn't yeah. even making a million dollars. Yeah, no question. No question about it. Uh, hitching is giddy up, as it looks like, as they as they always say on those. On those, on uh -huh. those uh, I I, I on can those I can relate to that. I have a little hitch in my giddy up. <laughs>
I went out today for a walk, Larry. Why? Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you come that right back? Was, that was an experience. <laughs> well, I was thinking to myself, um, I, I got to get my steps in. I, I'm, I'm trying to be conscious of, of making sure I always get my steps in in the it's course of the day. good job out of you. I applaud you. At least so one of us is thinking I, that way. I was out in the garden. I'm trying to be more of a gardener now. The Yankee season was so bad, I've, I've started to get into gardening a little bit. So I did Any that bees? for a little while today. No bees. I had a fly issue, Larry. Really? And so I went out and I got this trap. And the oh. first like day, it didn't do anything. I'm like, boy, they suckered me into this stupid thing. The second day, like after the day was over, I went out there. It was like a scene from The Exorcist, Larry. Oh, my. <laughs> it was just rows of these, these, these flies. Oh, it was disgusting. It was repulsive. But it worked. I think that they were calling flies from other neighborhoods. I, I couldn't imagine having this many flies in my backyard. I thought there was a dead body or something. There were so many flies. And it's so gross, I don't want to empty the thing. <laughs> it's just disgusting to look yeah. at. And it's just lingering. But I went out for a walk today mm-hmm. trying to get my steps in. Oh, my gosh. Whoo, boy, it was hot. It was hot. And humid. Yes. And humid. Yeah. And Gordon, there was nobody. I looked outside. There was nobody. Nobody walking. No, nobody's, nobody's exercising. Driving. you got to be me- a mental patient. <laughs> nobody doing nothing. Yeah. I, I went out for – I went one time around the block. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Uh, that's, that's more than enough. <laughs> Actually, the steps are doubled because of the heat. Yes. Yeah, yeah it should be. It should be. It should be doubled. It, it should be rated on the heat index. <laughs> that no bogus doubt. thing. Oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. It's just these past couple of days, Gordon, it's been unbelievable. It's like, it's like we turned the clock back to July. The calendar's like, what day is it? we in September, really? Well, the wife has another half day tomorrow because of the heat. So she's been back at school three days with students. Each day has been a half day. a good job out of her she tells me this and i start i start giggling <laughs> which is not the right reaction to have, <laughs> not, no. you're not saying i'm no. happy you're home I'm no just no you're around. i said well look i'm happy you're home i'm glad you're here I just uh, what the business again, huh? uh, we're calling it half day again it's too it's too hot it's too yeah. hot go gardening yeah. all the restaurants it's too hot let's, let's close down half days <laughs> all the other business let's close down half day Nobody's no, learning schools. anything. No. Boy, I tell you. Your wife's Good. got a great job. Good gig. Yeah, I say that to her. She takes it very personally. I know she does. I'm sure. When we return, Pat Ragazzo will join us. We'll talk Mets on 98.7 ESPN. I need I a hobby. I was yeah. thinking about it. I need a hobby. 